Rochelle Takes on Comedy, December 2022. Don't call it a comeback. Because I think I called the last post a comeback, so that would be redundant. But I like the visual. Eh, let's skip it. Because if something else hits in this world and knocks me sideways, there will be another hiatus between posts. Hashtag stating facts. But let's see. What's been going on? Oh, and enjoy the LL Cool J moment. So I've been performing a bunch this fall. I had some opportunities to travel and do the New York Comic Con and the Ocean City Black and Funny Festival with Black Improv Alliance. Thanks, Stephanie Ray. Hmm. What else? I had a marvelous time hosting at the Austin Sketch Festival. It was a vibe. Thank you, Ivy Lee. Let's take a moment and look at some pics of me looking fabulous. For those of you who are listening, Here's uh, some pictures of me that you can paint in your mind's eye. Think of me looking fabulous in Rhode Island, New York, and Austin, Texas, because I am so beautiful. I hope you enjoy all of that in your mind, in your mind, in your mind, in your mind, mind, mind. Okay, enough of that. Do I have something to say or not? Well, I have more to say than I could ever squeeze into a blog. So make sure you come out and see me talk shit live. December shows, you can find me on Rochelle underscore war. Find my shows. Now, enough of Rochelle set to random. What is this post about? Well, this post is a post about a post that I never wrote. Buckle up, we're about to take a turn. That's a metaphor for the sharp tone change in this post. All right. This post will be called The Unwritten Blog. Why did I ever start writing this blog? I started this blog for two reasons. One, to share things as I learned them along my comedic journey in hopes that it would resonate with someone else. And two, to go to shows to give some good press to comedians doing innovative and elevating comedic work. And I was doing that pretty consistently, but I ran into a bit of a speed bump and I didn't know how to handle it. Something simple that wound up not being so. What was it, you ask? Basically, I promised a producer, let's name them Zippity Doobop, that I would write a review and I never did. And I guess I had a good reason. I wanted to protect women. I wanted to protect myself. Yes, although my mental dick is very big, I identify as a woman. And if that had been all of it, maybe it wouldn't have been hanging over my head all of this time. Months of me feeling like I didn't keep my word. But who are you beholden to? And when is it right to keep quiet? And when is it right to speak up? I don't know. Oh, but there's more. The other thing that is not noble or grandiose, I never wrote the post because I want it to be nice. Ick, how gross is that? I'm a grown ass woman and I couldn't write a blog post because I didn't know how to say I didn't like that. Isn't that crazy? Children can say no and nasty and ill, but as adults, we get so conditioned to be nice 
that we are rarely that honest. So this blog post has been sitting in me like the fibroid I carry in my womb, weighing on me. Wait, is that too much information? Oh, okay. But I can't carry the weight anymore. Truthfully, more than any protection that I wanted to give women in general, or me in particular, being nice has held me back. The social pressure to be nice has choked me nearly my entire life, and it's choking me now. So to the two people who read my blog, my mom and Valerie, here goes nothing. I'm going to tell the truth, even if it's not nice. Also, that's an exaggeration, the two readers thing. I read the blog to my mom. She's old, so I force it on her like blood pressure medicine. <laughs> okay. Show review. I went to the show put on by Zippity Doobop. I'd never met them before, but they seemed, and still seem, to be a hardworking business person. It was the first of a new version of shows that were trying out. they were trying out in a new space. I liked the space. It was a theater for kids, I believe, and was being used for the show. There weren't a lot of people there, but that was okay. With all the shows going on and often, getting an audience is the hardest thing a producer has to do. Plus, it was a new show. Either way, the environs were good and I was in a good mood. That was until a predator came down the hallway. This guy, let's call him Douchebag, was working the camera. He had been called out online for allegedly inappropriately touching and trying to date a minor. What I remember clearly was that he was all teeth, like a shark coming toward me. But I'm one of those people that generally believe in the benefit of the doubt. Just because someone accuses you of something doesn't make it true. Hell, white women have gotten a lot of black men killed that way. Here's looking at you, Carolyn Bryant Donham. So, I'm not one to just go get the rope. But seeing him immediately put me on edge, and later I got even more confirmation that it would be well worth it to give douchebag a wide berth. He is not to be trusted. This was strike one. How could I write a review telling women to come out to the show when they would have to contend with him? My stomach turned at the thought. But when I was talking to Zippity Doobop, they told me that Douchebag wouldn't be continuing with future shows. So any impediment to writing a good review should be gone, right? Wrong. Because when I went back to staring at my empty page determined to write a good show review, I remembered how I felt sitting in that audience. Unsafe. Naked. You know that dream where you go to school and you look down and you're naked? Mm, yeah. Like that. This part's called The Other Comic. See, there was this other comic there. He was charismatic. He made lots of jokes, and I laughed, even though most of them were about my tits or about fucking me. I know what you're thinking. That's just comedy. That's just crowd work. But this went on for over 15 minutes, just like one joke where he was doing his material, and there's some more jokes about how much fun he would have fucking me. It was a lot. Now, granted, I'm not shy. I don't mind attention. But it was so much that I was embarrassed. Truthfully, I just wanted to leave. But how could I leave? I was the reviewer. I was in an audience of a few. 
and I was the butt of the joke. I couldn't leave. I had to laugh, to smile, to play along. And for a while, being a comic myself helped, but not for as long as those jokes went on. And I went when I went to write the review, I couldn't help but think, how would another woman feel sitting in my place? Could I give a good review for a place that felt so unsafe? I told the show producer this when we finally talked about why I hadn't written the article. Zippity was confused. But you laughed at the jokes. Yeah, I did. And it made me think of all the women who've had bad experiences with guys and just smiled through it. And I understood why they would in a way that I hadn't before. Sitting in that auditorium, I felt I had to laugh, that the best option was to play it off. But I felt gross and humiliated and unsafe. And I couldn't possibly write a review that might lead other women into a space like that. I couldn't possibly say anything nice, even though that was the expectation. So I didn't say anything at all. Isn't that the thing? If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all? Who does that protect? Mm-hmm. So this is the review that has been sitting in my heart for months. It is the reason, one of many, that I've had such a hard time writing Rochelle Takes On Comedy. Because this review is many things... But it isn't nice, and there's no way that it ever could be. So what's the lesson? What's the silver lining in all of this? I don't know. I don't have a tight Pollyanna thing that I can do to make this all good, but I'll leave you with this. Show producers, be careful who you book and who you work with. You have the best laid plans, and then they can be derailed by the people in your crew. Also, be intentional about the spaces you create. Understand that audiences are coming to spend their time and money with you, and so you have a duty to, within the best of your ability, create safe spaces. And to the folks who have been in spaces and had to grit their teeth and smile through it, laugh when you felt like crying, or employ whatever coping mechanism you had to just make it through the evening, I see you. I feel you. I am you. And that's the post. Competition's paying the price. I'm gonna make-